0: Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of Jess and the Guest. My guest today is comedian Michael Linoche. He's headlining all over the country. He's performed with some of the best comedians truly in the world. He is so funny. He's headquartered in Los Angeles. I don't even know if people say headquartered, but that's where he is. I think he's also the only sports fan I know in LA, (laughs) which is very different from how I was raised in Philly. He is such a great guy. He has a million podcasts. We talk a lot about like the first years in comedy, whether it's writing, stand up, how rolling that schedule is, how being on tour with Bobby Lee is. He's incredible. I really hope you like this episode.
1: I feel underdressed
0: now. (laughs) It's like my first time actually putting on real clothes. So I was like, all right, I'm doing it. (laughs) Like, it's going to happen. Podcasting was my nightmare. Like, I was like, what? But I just don't know what to do. How do you do it? Tell me.
1: Okay, well, um, for starters, I'll tell you that you know whatever you were thinking, say nightmare, we're, we all go through that. So <laughs> I think that too. Thank you for uh, thinking I'm I'm good at podcast. I uh, I'm just trying to make something that excites me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So like I was uh, doing something at the be- beginning of quarantine because I I used to have an older podcast and then that got old, so I stopped, and yeah. then I then I had one I started by myself, a solo one, which yeah. is hard to yeah. keep people entertained especially when it, it wasn't necessarily a funny one it was more of just like a self therapeutic one I guess for myself yeah just to keep me sane and then that was like solo but then that was getting old so then I now found a guy to help produce it with me and we're in a studio so I just started two episodes of that but it's yeah. still the same podcast but a different format but uh, for me it's just um you know you can't expect it to blow up like all these other big guys that have huge podcasts you just you just have to keep creating and do it for yourself and and you know whatever happens that's out of it's out of your control you just got it's got it's got to be for yourself I'm just doing it to keep myself entertained and it takes up you know at least two it gives me like two days worth of like work or doing something I mean booking it and then like getting the material for it, it's all like, it, it makes it feel like you're not so much of a loser, I guess. <laughs> no, <kind> of, exactly. <laughs> I mean, some comedians don't mind feeling like a loser, but like, we have so much time on our hands. So yeah. um, at least one podcast helps, but, you know, I feel I, I get the same insecurities that everyone else gets. So uh, is this good? Is this entertaining? I, I, I don't feel like it's good enough. So I'm constantly nitpicking at things and and not liking stuff and and feeling discouraged but I mean it's better than not doing something you know
0: well I think it's great is the orange chair gonna stay that's my big
1: question the orange chair stayed
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like it I mean clearly
1: I I like it too I yeah so it's gonna stay because I have final say on that
0: yeah and I love to the episode with I love Craig so he was just on here and I, I love I could watch you and Craig talk all the time and Mark have you guys known each other forever? Or? For How a mean? long
1: time yeah I mean I met him when he first started I think he's a couple years behind me but I mean basically same class like I, I've been doing it almost over 10 years and he's been doing it maybe eight wow. so I met him like 2012. Oh that's yeah. crazy. so yeah I, I met him and I was just like whoa this guy's hilarious
0: yeah
1: right right away he was hilarious I was like bro I mean <laughs> I wish I had what you had that's not fair
0: I've only ever seen you be hilarious like were you were you ever bad I know that's a weird question um,
1: yeah I mean um yeah I mean everybody's bad when they first start you don't think that I mean that's why you keep going you keep going because yeah. you're doing okay but you know then you look back on it and you're like whoa you, I had no stage presence I had no confidence and then what what was I even saying I didn't even know how to write a joke or even riff a joke and then and i mean you you have to be a little bit delusional to keep going <laughs> I yeah it was like i'm doing good i'm gonna keep doing this like you know what i mean you're like, i'm gonna go all the way and like, oh, yeah whatever all the way is but <laughs> you know
0: my first two times on stage i like killed and then i like bombed for like six months after <laughs> I was like so delusional Think I was like this is easy
1: this is fun. I thought I did good my first couple times and then I remember like looking back and like people are probably just like laughing out of nervous energy because those like bringer uh shows in the beginning that's how I you know everybody does all those bringers shows in the beginning yeah. well just back when I started and like th- that was the big thing there was like bringer shows because comedy was kind of dead yeah. and uh, you just had friends and stuff and people were just like supporting you but like they were probably just laughing that you're on stage. Like, this is crazy. I
0: know, I know. At least well, you started
1: with- didn't know you was probably like, this guy sucks.
0: At least you started in stand-up. I started in improv. So I wasted a lot of years doing improv. But I'm like, why did I do this?
1: <laughs> I did an improv class. I did UCB right when I first got out here before stand-up. Yeah. So I didn't start. but I, And I enjoyed improv for sure. But it's just two different scenes
0: yeah you have great stage presence do you accredit that to being in a frat? um
1: no I wish I had that I wish I had the confidence I do today when I was in college I know help court and then I would have like been I would have ran for president no I would have I just for me in college I just was like there to have fun for me I was like I just want to party and have fun and literally didn't take anything seriously I just was like what do I what's the easiest classes to take to graduate and that's what I did and had no plan so um no I think the stage presence just comes from arrogance like a like a stupid arrogance that I've always had like believe I've always believed in myself so maybe that's why and then now um I guess in the beginning it might have been overconfidence to make yourself seem confident yeah like just, like, life stuff, like, I always, like, you get little affirmations that aren't, um, you know, nothing, like, a trophy or something, but, like, you get little things to, to let you know, you know, you're doing the right thing, you know, the universe sends those out, and then I, um, yeah, I guess maybe I just, I, I, I always was, like, part of, like, like, I, I, how do I say this, like, popular cliques in high school, like, I, so I always I was around, like, I always wanted to be around, like, like, I idolized, like, the guy in high school who was, like, the jock who all the girls liked. Mm-hmm. Like, my best friend was that. He was, like, a big, muscular guy who, like, all the girls wanted. So he was, like, my best friend. But I was kind of, like, wanted that. So, like, I would emulate that a little bit. And then in college and then starting in stand-up, I guess, like, I would, you know, emulate that on stage. But, like, the stage competence came from just getting up so many times I mean my first four years I did I was doing like 500 open mics a year
0: oh my god I was amazing and,
1: yeah yeah I don't know what I was doing on stage I, now the jokes might have been horrible but I I definitely worked the stage presence a lot like I definitely was yeah. up there and comfortable being up there that's yeah. all I knew. so and then the writing part just like is probably my weaker side of my stand-up that, like, I just kind of, I write on stage, but I write notebooks, but I kind of just do what works. Once something works, I'm okay, I'm gonna do that again, you know, like, it's like, I'm not one of those guys who writes a joke in a notebook and goes, wow, this is gonna kill. (laughs) I don't know, like, let me go see if it does, you know what what I mean? I I think that's
0: so smart, too, because you've written some of my favorite jokes, like, Even like, I love the one of you being in debt versus in like, I'm butchering it now, but the in love versus in debt. When she broke up with me, she had a great excuse. She was like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I was like, what
1: are you talking about? She's like, there's a difference, stupid. I used to wake up every day and see a future with you. And that was me being in love with you. I don't feel that way anymore. And I think it's time for us to move on, but I'll always love you as a person. I was like, that's like me saying I'm not in debt, but I have debt. (laughs) Like, I can't walk into a bank and go up to the teller and be like, listen, I got a lot of debt with you, but I'm not in debt with you. She'd be like, what are you talking about? There's a difference, stupid. Stupid. I used to wake up every day and see a future with you. And that's when I made payments and that was me being in debt with you.
0: I don't feel that way anymore. And I think it's time for us to move on. So I'm gonna stop making payments, but I'll always have debt with you. And like the public proposals.
1: That's a good one. Oh yeah, the public proposal. Yeah, those are those are some of my yeah, stuff I don't do anymore. But like, yeah, I remember, uh, yeah. I mean, that I, I just come to you. I don't even yeah. know what happened.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really smart because I like, I write all the jokes first and then I perform them. And then it like one joke, I was like, this is going to kill. Like, I was so proud of it. Silence, like could not. I was like, damn it. Like, so I think doing it on stage is much better.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of like, like I'll have a, a bit and I'll have an idea and then I'll do it on stage. And then if I do it how I wrote it, it will be like, it won't feel right. Whereas if I riff it on stage and then like kind of like make it seem conversational, then it works better for me. So I learned about like how what my flow is at least like how to flow a joke like so you know it's like whereas like you know someone you know like like that in-depth bit that I used to do Mm -hmm. is just not something I would do today it's just too written it's like too like it's too wordplay like like it like I have to say it And it would take it like what my act is today. If I did that joke, it would still do well. And I've done it where like now during this quarantine, if I have to go do like a 35 to 45 minute set, I might Mm -hmm. do it because I just don't have enough material right now.
0: Yeah. It's hard. I only had
1: 25 minutes. I only had 25 minutes because I got rid of all my old stuff. Mm -hmm. And I only have like 25 minutes. I haven't been able to build more. People are like, Mm -hmm. how have you not written more? I'm like, just the way I write is on stage. So I don't. I don't write a lot unless I get to go up like five, six, seven, eight times a week. So, yeah. Um, but I feel like it's a different style of what my standup is now. I yeah. Don't know if that makes I,
0: sense. Yeah, of course. I don't know if it's writing, but just the way they all come together is great. Like,
1: yeah, I've always, I've, I that's actually not hard, as hard as you as as it might sound. But I always just take like if I have some strong stuff, if, like once mm-hmm. I have like a strong five or eight to ten minutes, I build out. I just go outwards whether yeah. it's before or after, I just stay in that theme. So oh, like if sure. I 10 minutes and like right now, the 10 minutes I'm talking about is like, um, you know, being 36 and, and I'm at the right age to get married. And a lot of my friends are married and they have kids and, and wanting to have kids one day. And why do I want to have kids? Because when I was a kid, I used to dream about having kids. And then now I'm just building outward with ideas that fits the same thing. So that That's it's all like a little small story.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so interesting yeah, yeah no it was like,
1: oh, it's like I hard. always I always like that that's not everyone's style yeah. like you know obviously if you watch some of the greats they're going to be like if you watch like Bill or Chappelle they're going to be like social justice warriors or like Bill will kind of his social commentary on like whatever's going on in the world but then he has a little bit of his point of view on other stuff but like then you might have like an Anthony Jeselnik type of guy and then you might right. have like a storyteller guy like uh Bert Kreischer or something you know what I mean who just tell these long-winded stories and then me I'm just kind of like you know I just found my style and I just I kind of want to have like a themed set yeah you know like I I get off stage and people be like oh that's the 36 year old that's not married yet that (laughs) wants to be married one day like something you know Yeah. yeah because that's true what my life is right now I know. <laughs> okay so like I just talk about myself like I don't watch the news I don't really know about politics I'm not going to do Trump jokes I'm not going to yeah. like just don't care about that yet and yeah. I, one thing that is my passion aside from stand-up is is sports and that's not funny so <laughs> it's like I'm not going to go up there and talk and also I'm not I'm, it's not relatable like I'm closing off Half of the audience. If I go up there and start doing sports jokes then like yeah. the, just talk about my personal life, that's really it.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask. So a lot of people say comedy comes from pain. Is that why Dolphins fans are really funny? That, I could,
1: could, that could be. I, I wonder if that's why I am a standout. That, that could <laughs> I mean, you 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 would have some sort of experience outside of four years ago, so you would have known, but you got lucky four years ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Our team is such a disaster right now. Like, yeah, it's really
1: it's, bizarre what happened. How, how to, to win a Super Bowl and then three years later the coach is gone. Yeah. Your backs on his way out. It's just like you would have you would have thought. Oh, we have a little dynasty. We could go here.
0: I started doing sports jokes and no one laughed. Like it was everyone was like all about Star Wars and I was like, how are there not enough sports jokes and <laughs> sports?
1: It, it, it can work on Twitter. You know, it can yeah. work on Twitter and like you can like do like sports videos and stuff but it's just like i even would try to like riff some like recaps of like the miami dolphins and stuff and it wasn't really fun it was just me being like just analyzing the game and stuff and i just do it for myself but yeah yeah i'd love to like i dream of like just being a stand-up comic that's big enough to where like i'm on first take they're like so what do you think you know what i mean i've seen i've seen like like my buddy uh, michael rapaport is like yeah i've said to him i was like bro i love your career like you're adjacent your sports adjacent like that's yeah. all and you get to act and you're doing stand-up like you get the best of all worlds like yeah. that would be awesome
0: yeah do you want to go into like tv too
1: um i dabbled in it it's just you know how, how many people are excited to uh put <laughs> the there right now so yeah I- sounds horrible to say but i mean it's just hard to get the right reps
0: oh yeah no i mean
1: no i i like doing it all i mean for now i'm comfortable enough in my own skin to be like uh if it's something i want to do for sure i i thoroughly the the times i've had i've done acting i i enjoyed it yeah it was, oh, that's awesome. it was a lot of fun so i mean i'll do anything if i think it's fun yeah I mean, that's what it's ultimately about for me now Is just like i just want to have fun yeah make some money having fun but like I would sacrifice money if I knew it would just be like a lot of fun to do it but like I don't care I just want to go up on stage like I'm done like exhausting myself about things that are out of my control which a lot of people spend their you know first you know even maybe 10 years in this business like worrying or how do I do this how do I get this and it's just like just, you know, just do you
0: and, yeah.
1: and have fun because I don't know. I mean, not to sound crazy, but you could die tomorrow. Like you don't know, I know when, No. You know, that's taken away. So yeah. I'm yeah. like, I, I'm, I just want to like, okay, where's my next set? How do I yeah. get up and enjoy this? You know, I mean, this last couple, this last year has been pretty humbling. So
0: yeah, well, cause I don't know if you feel this, but I always feel like with comedy, you. I was trying to go like a hundred miles an hour and be like, you yeah, have to post this video, I have to do this set, I have to do this material, like, every night I have to go up on stage like so when yeah. the pandemic hit I was just like what do I do now <laughs> I have no life skills like what do I do? Yeah,
1: yeah that I mean I, I I felt that too and then I, I kind of felt that with social media and then I had to dip yeah. back and now it's just like all right, if I went a week without posting fine like I'm yeah. just gonna, like I'm not gonna post because I feel like I have to post yeah you know what I mean because I'm trying to keep up so it's just yeah. like
0: is your family funny i know you have a family like you have a family <laughs> okay. you have
1: family i was i was not created i was uh, born. i was I, I know some people think i'm a robot. was yeah. um, <laughs> you no know, my dad has a sense of humor for sure my dad has yeah. a sense of humor and then i think my mom's very likable yeah. and she's really good at like she's she's good at like making friends so i feel like i got that from her yeah and she's likable but my dad is too but my dad definitely has a sense of humor it's definitely the artistic creativity side is from my dad
0: yeah was it a big change coming from florida to la like i know climate's similar but
1: um i mean yeah climate i mean but that's
0: (laughs) it's like the least important part of anything (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah it rains a lot less although like obviously it doesn't it rains a lot in south florida um yeah it's definitely eye-opening i mean time a lot has changed in the last 11 years i've been here 11 years um like you know i I just thought i didn't you know i feel like the internet wasn't the way the internet is today so i left florida kind of in a shell thinking like oh life's great and then you get to la kind of as an eye-opening to what what the world is really like if that makes sense but I don't know if that's LA or if that's just because of how much access we have to everything on the internet now yeah I mean so I'm not really sure what made my point of view on life different if it was because of the way life is with access to everything on the internet or if it was just how LA is and you know but now but now being in LA it's, LA is, when I first got here, I was very like judgy of it, of like, well, there's a lot of different people here. Like everybody's, yeah. there's a, a girl with pink hair and, I, and then like a, a guy with a tattoos all over his body. And then there's like, there's just every ethnicity. And then that, that just, I just made it sound like I'm racist. But no. like, <laughs> and then they're just like, it, then there's like, what is that guy wearing? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was like where in South Florida, I felt like everybody was the same. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, and then I feel like that's everywhere, everywhere yeah. from everybody seems like to have the same swag. And then you get mm-hmm. to LA, it's so different. Yeah. And and now when I leave LA, even when I'm gone, I, I, I have to be back in LA. Like I feed off of the energy here, like the, yeah. the vibrant, like creativity of the city. Like, yeah. like I love New York and I love when I'm bouncing around doing shows in New York. I love that energy and that hustle. Yeah. And my dream would be able to like go there for like three months a year in the summers and like just bounce around doing stand up and then but still live in LA. but like I love I love LA now I'll always be here I know yeah you want me
0: yeah I thought I would be here I was like one year they're all going to be like into crystals and hippies no way and I love it and I'm like what how did this happen yeah are you getting into crystals like Craig and all the rocks and
1: well it's funny you (laughs) say gave me I traveled with this this is in my travel bag.
0: oh my god
1: so this is a crystal that <laughs> no, he said
0: he like said it so eloquently because I was like I'm from Philly I don't know any of this stuff like we I just know sports teams like yeah. I've never met anyone who does this and then he said it so eloquently why and I was like oh this makes sense like maybe I should order one <laughs> yeah I, I,
1: I don't like he says that. I don't really listen but I <laughs> took it and I and I roll with it so I, yeah. I have that because yeah. I know that if I like if we're traveling or something and I pull that out I go look what I have it will bring him joy so I'll, I just keep it too
0: oh, I know you perform with Mark a lot is is his accent real is it is it fake is it all no
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah Mark is not really Irish yeah he's actually German he's a yeah
0: German.
1: <laughs> yeah he's German and uh yeah Mark's yeah. Uh, Mark's he's he's good at what he does I mean a lot of people like him so he's able to book these great shows so yeah. oh
0: that's,
1: yeah, crazy. that's a skill set I've, I've tried running shows back in the past and it's not something I would ever want to do yeah no
0: and you're shout not going to start
1: shout out, shout out to him for being able to put on good shows and, and run them That's that's a that's yeah. a level of stress I don't want in my life I
0: know I know especially yeah. like I including myself in this, I feel like comedians are really flaky. I just would not want to put on a show and do all that kind of stuff. And the person can
1: how people to come do it and
0: then yeah. I don't
1: want to worry about if people are gonna show up or not. Like that yeah. that's annoying. I'd rather just kind of like, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean I'd rather be poor and
0: <laughs> so what did you learn from doing the takeover? What I what I really liked about your podcast too is I feel like from just from an audience perspective, like it felt like you really grew and you were really almost vulnerable. I don't know the right word. Like it was so yeah. entertaining. And I feel like a lot of podcasts aren't like that.
1: You watched a lot of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was great.
1: Uh, I um, yeah. Like I, I, I just started it and then I, I didn't have really any expectations. I was just going with it. And then like, I think, I think I just, everything just shit hit the fan <laughs> like i was just like well i have to talk about this and like one thing after another happened i mean it started with my first the episode one of it is week one of quarantine God, so yeah. like, you know, like uh, there's no podcast studio, so i'm gonna do this for my room i'm gonna yes. set up my phone and we're gonna talk and and i went in with like podcasts aren't funny really like yeah. nobody, nobody watches rogan and is laughing they're <laughs> It's more <laughs> informative outside yeah. of you know like Theo's is of a funny podcast right and you know when Chris was around his was a funny podcast and then all these other comedians podcasts are kind of just like them talking about stuff yeah so it's very hard to be funny so I was like well I'm not gonna like try to do that yeah so I was just gonna I'm just gonna talk and just you know share my 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 thoughts right like okay. Yeah whatever this is this is what I'm going to share and then you know kind of riff a little bit and try to like do that on stage too so it goes hand in hand and then I, I I do then so much shit happened that I just felt like I was talking about it and then I was yeah. even back I'm like okay if you went back and looked at the first 50 episodes you'd be like oh my god like it's almost like it was self therapy yeah almost like I I was just kind of like had to talk about all these issues or whatever was going on and help doing that helped me a yeah. lot and made me um I don't know maybe more like emotionally intelligent a yeah, little bit definitely and, yeah and more intuitive so I just was just like okay I just kept doing it and then um it was weird like towards the end I just maybe I felt cured or something but I was yeah. just like like all right, what's next? Like, I got to do something else. I can't keep doing this by myself. It's like, it's, it's, not, it's plateaued for me and I feel like it has for viewers. And I was like, let's make this like a hangout show where I can have a little bit of those elements still. So like this newer platform I do with the takeover is in the mm-hmm. studio. So up top, I'll like still riff a little bit about whatever's going on or how I feel about something. But then I'll have these guests on and then like, how can I, how can I get some sort of emotion, emotion out of them? Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be reading these like stories that I find online that I think I re- I'll go th- online and find stories that like, I'll be reading that like, make me uh, feel soft inside or like teary. <laughs> yeah. um, these are good. So now I'm going to read those to these guys and see how they react. And then I put a- another aspect of, uh, it was actually my buddy Fahim's idea. He's like, you should start talking about like uh like maybe call it like the dating detective where people write in and and ask questions about their current dating situations and try to give them feedback on it because you're actually pretty good at uh yeah you know giving feedback on that stuff and and honest feedback so I started doing that I just need way more emails um it's hard but I mean, people are scared to write in sometimes but that's also another aspect of like oh people will write in Dating questions, and I'll give them advice because you know I would talk about that a little bit.
0: Yeah, I was kind of blown away. You give really good advice, like I've watched the first two, um, with JT and Chad and uh, Craig, and but it was really good advice. I was like, wow, I feel like Mike should write a book about like dating advice or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's I, I don't know if I'm right, I'm just giving my perspective from I mean, I'm I don't think I'm a genius or or right or a, but I'm just like a date. I mean, I'm I'm not married yet. I've dated a lot. So I yeah. just have experience from, I have a lot of experience from being a douchebag, but also <laughs> also like thinking I found someone that, Oh, could this be someone who's going to take me out of the game? You know yeah. what I mean? Ultimately it's, was it fun being a single guy? Yes. But then, but ultimately in the back of our mind, I, I would think most people are still looking for something though. Yeah. Some catch their eyes and, you know, that, that's what, that's, that's what I think. So, I mean, I, I just have that perspective of like going like, you know, and then, and like also going back to the podcast and, and going through everything and being emotionally available. And it like allowed me to meet someone. I felt like if I didn't yeah. go through that, yeah. I would have never been prepared enough to meet the girl I'm dating now.
0: Aww. You know, that, yeah. that,
1: Like I was just like, it, cause I was just going through the motions of like, okay. Yeah let me meet an, a new girl and an, I'm just going to try to sleep with this girl. Like that's yeah. the next, like, okay. It was like, almost like I used to objectify women and I just went like, okay, nah, she's fine. Not, she's not really doing it for me. And I would keep going, yeah. going through the motions. And then one of them just like really caught my attention. And I was just like, oh, this is what I've always been looking for. And oh. now that I identified that I'm looked that that's what that is yeah. going forward, God forbid, this yeah. didn't work out. I would know now if I was single what what's bullshit versus what's not, yeah. and be like, oh okay. this this is what is important to me like that this is that's a connection, yeah. you know. What I mean? So just having that, um, you know, having that knowledge, I guess, could help other people.
0: Oh, definitely. I feel like that's so relatable to like for men and women. Like, yeah, I, I,
1: I hope so. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then. I remember Bobby Lee said some story about you guys at a restaurant in Florida like some type of photo was that real or I don't even remember at all
1: that was like when I was like uh 2 years in so I was like I said I was like lucky enough to like get in pretty quickly like I mean Bobby was yeah. like, let me open for him and I was like not even a couple years in
0: insane. and
1: he uh he tells a story he's told a couple stories about me on his podcast <laughs> and then like his his fans like run with it like he hates me it's it's like they'll like
0: yeah he always says how much he likes you too during the (laughs) stories
1: yeah and then they'll comment on all my stuff like they talk shit to me they'll dm me it's just like i mean i have enough people talking shit to me online and it's just like adding to it and it's just like i'll just get random notifications someone commented on your last youtube video and it's just (laughs) some You suck. Bring Bobby Lee his stool or something. Like, that. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. You made my day a little bit worse. You know, eventually, eventually your skin gets so thick and you're like, you just start to giggle. But yeah. then, I mean, I'll answer the question. But before, it's just like when people talk shit to you online. Yeah. Like, you'll just be like, okay, fine. Eventually, you feel that way. But then sometimes someone will say something. You'd be like, you fucking motherfucker. Like, yeah. I'll get so mad and I'll be like some stranger just ruined my day yeah. like I woke up and read a notification and it ruined my day like I have a, I have a bad day people yeah. are like Why do you let it bother me he's like you don't know what that's like unless like you have unless you're a part of the internet like you have no idea like if, even if someone's listening like and I would talk about that on the podcast I'm like, what do you like? like you have no idea you're like a fucking sales rep oh, in Kansas City yeah. like I woke up to like anyone just saying something about your art that you went on stage and you're vulnerable about or you're putting yourself out there. And someone's like, you suck, just quit now. You're like, bro, no, I'm not gonna But also, ouch.
0: I know. (laughs) Like,
1: why do you do that? Like, I really want this to be great. And you confirmed my insecurities. I know. No, it makes Uh, me feel better. because.
0: That's how I feel, too. And I get so angry. And then I'm like, why am I letting this guy ruin my, d-? like, but I can't help but be angry. And I
1: don't know. I have wanted to say really bad things to people, especially if they're like, public profile. Like, I wanted to, like, go find, like, I remember one time some guy talked shit to me, and I went to his profile, and it was public. And, like, four rows down, he had a picture with him and his mom saying, like, I miss you, mom, and I'll never forget. Like, uh, and I wanted to comment on she's better not knowing anything. <laughs> Like, I wanted to, like, really, like, I wanted to say yeah. some of the worst stuff ever. I wanted to comment on that picture. Yeah. And say the worst things to him so that he could just relate a little bit. Just a little, I, yeah. I can't. Then what if he, like, screen, I don't know, screenshot and be like, look how bad this guy is. I know. But I'm like, bro, bro you have no idea. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> we're in Florida, and I was with, Fahim, Fahim was featuring. I was hosting. I'm from there, oh. so... Bobby yeah. was like, yeah, you can help host. And because it was like a homecoming for me.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, he was, uh, we were doing a show. We went out to this nice dinner with the radio guests that he had done. They're like the big radio uh, disc jockeys or whatever they are in South Florida, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. And sorry to sound disrespectful towards me. know,
0: <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> like,
1: whatever. Um, they, uh, so they're like, oh, we're going to go to this dinner, runway 80s. Six or something, it's off of like I uh, runway 84 or something. It's a, it's a really nice Italian restaurant and kind of in downtown Fort Lauderdale. and we went, and it was a great dinner. They gave us Dan Marino's table, and it was fun. Okay. And we yeah. It was a cool time. And then afterwards, they're like, All right, let's do a group picture. And then we're all standing there, and there's a beat. This is what he doesn't say, he just like makes it sound like I'm a <laughs> yeah. there's a beat we're standing there and we're like okay and then the one guy we're with he's like we're standing there and he was like oh let me grab that thing and uh he he's like uh let me get you to come take the picture and the Bobby's was like no michael you take the picture i'm like what do you mean why he's gonna get that guy why do i want to take the picture i, I want to be in the picture
0: yeah
1: let's <laughs> like, be in this moment and he goes yeah. I take the picture. I like, he said he's getting that guy what do you want me to take the picture yeah. that's all i said and he goes, "Are you kidding?" Me? And I go, "What?" He got the guy, and then the the busboy came over and he took and he took the picture, and uh, uh, and then he he the guy took the picture, and then Bobby Lee like scolded after that. He's like, "If I ever ask you to take a picture, you take that damn picture." I was like, "But I wanted to be in that moment." I was like, "I'm not going to be in that moment." Like that's not- yeah. like I was like I'm part of it, and you're going to take me out of it because of some like ego thing that you yeah. want. My whole thing is like, "Oh, you just wanted to like." Like that's part of hazing me and stuff, but like I was, that like I wouldn't do that to an opener. Yeah. I, I would know how much it meant it for him to be in that picture. Yeah. So sure, should I? Was I a stubborn? Like, would ninety percent of the other comedians probably have been like, yes, sir, and taking the picture? Yes, but
0: that's not me. So
1: yeah. I, I still. That makes, like, yeah.
0: That makes me like you better though. I like love that.
1: <laughs> no man, and then he. It's funny he talked about that. And he uh, he sent the he sent the picture in a text like uh, like a, six seven months ago, and I had like uh, such an old picture. It's like 2012. It oh crap. my god! Post it, on, uh, <laughs> Posted, buddy.
0: <laughs> and did you really have a scooter when you first moved to LA? Was that I a? Had a I had
1: uh, <laughs> sorry. No, no. I had a. Uh, yeah, I I, I mean I, I my car was parked on the side of Hollywood Boulevard and some drunk person hit it and
0: ran. Oh, God. So
1: oh, it was, oh. was little, and then I was like I was literally getting to leave to go do the gig. Yeah with, with Bobby in the picture. So it's two thousand twelve. <laughs> I was leaving Thursday and this happened on a Wednesday. I, this happened on a Wednesday and I was like, okay um i just told the tow truck company like they could just take the car and give me like 500 bucks for it because it was total yeah. and then i flew away and i was like I, I i can't worry about this i'm going to do like a, a huge road gig
0: yeah I, two years in
1: at the time like i thought it was the biggest deal in the world looking yeah. back,
0: i can't imagine two years in doing that too like that's really impressive like dear god
1: yeah i mean I, it wasn't because of my talents it was just, <laughs> i think how i was like, like making friends with people i guess and then uh yeah so then I came back and I was like I can't afford a car you know and then so just bought this scooter that was like a hundred dollar payment for three years and I would drive around to like all I put 10,000 miles
0: on it oh my god that's that's amazing but yeah I didn't like I didn't have a car in New York and I was there like eight years I had no idea how expensive cars were and everything it's like what (laughs) how do people do this
1: yeah but but LA sure needs something and I didn't had a scooter and I survived it thank god yeah and then and it's funny like last year I actually just I still I always had it and I sold yeah. it to actually another comedian <laughs> reluctantly because I was I was scared to like sell it because I'm like I don't want to like be the reason someone gets hurt on this because yeah. it's are dangerous and I sold it to him for like 400 bucks just to like yeah, yeah. It. and then he texted me actually ironically two weeks ago he fell on it and broke his ankle Oh my god. Oh. Not
0: funny, but oh my
1: god. Yeah, and I was just like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh no. Um I was like, well, I'm glad you didn't die cuz I would have felt the guilt. But, yeah. I mean, but I was just like this is why I was like just be very careful on these things, man.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm so excited! You're traveling to you're going to Austin and uh, Las Vegas. Is it coming up?
1: Or... I'm going to Austin next Friday. I have an oh. a show in Austin. I don't even know the details of it, but um, it's that's
0: exciting though. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you're traveling. I'm so jealous.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, and, and I'm, yeah, whatever. And then Vegas, I, I'm doing Vegas March 11th through 14th with the Laugh Factory, Vegas. So I oh. think the Austin show will be fun. The Laugh Factory is kind of spread out, but whatever I, I just want to make money to yeah I
0: like
1: feel like I can pay some bills
0: I know well it's crazy it's been like a year like I thought it, this would be a month at yeah. most
1: yeah it's already a year
0: almost that's insane
1: March but, will be here yeah
0: or do you do new material like for these shows or are you gonna do uh, so how do you do the- No, I mean, I'll, I'll know
1: that I can get to like 25 minutes mm-hmm. and, and I will you know knowing that I will kind of go on stage and start riffing as much as po- possible up top yeah for the austin for the for the vegas shows I only have to do 20 25 minutes so I'll be fine the austin show I'll do like I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I know a few people there so I'm going to book like four or five comics and then just try to do like 35 minutes
0: oh that's awesome
1: it'd be like 20 25 minutes and then I'll riff a little bit and then I'll like I have some older stuff I can do that's not online yeah I- don't want to do anything that i have online already you know yeah not they have millions of views but i don't know
0: and you're not going to move to austin or right? i feel like everyone's moving to austin now <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm not going to move to a city because three comics did i know
0: <laughs> so glad I'm, you said that. Gonna,
1: like the, the the opportunities will always still be in new york or la i
0: know yeah that's how i feel I mean,
1: if you're doing it temporary fine because you can get more stage time sure but yeah I also feel like I have to be here even if I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I feel at least organized not doing anything here.
0: Yeah. No, exactly. Thank you so much for doing this. You're so funny. I oh, I can't cheers. thank you enough for everything. You're amazing. So I, I hope I can see you perform live soon. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, hit me up when you're in.